0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Relative Truth Podcast. We are back from a summer break. We're glad you're here with us. If you don't know, we are the number one edutainment podcast in the world with a global reach from Laos to Germany to Japan. So thanks for joining us. We do believe in absolute truth. Don't let the name fool you. We're just two brothers that our whole goal is to edutain you. So welcome. And Mike, welcome back.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks. Hey, well, since the last time we got together, um, as far as podcast related, we did find out that we were the, or we've been the 2006 time magazine time magazine people of the year so anyway that's another thing that we we want to make sure that is advertised and that people do know um and if you have questions about that all you have to do is google google it yeah um yeah so anyway that's right we will be there right there on the front of that deal so (laughs) so and i you know
0: i i'd like to I like to try to stay humble and I don't share that a whole lot, but we probably should since we're so many people listen to us that they need to know that we're not just two jamokes from Snyder doing a podcast. We were co people of the year in 2006. For sure. Yeah. Time, time magazine, people of person of the year. Yep. Co winners.
1: That's right. Take a look. (laughs) And we will uh, we can prove it to you. Yeah. So anyway, it, but it is you know it's one of those deals. From I haven't needed a resume in several years, but I think, but I do think that is um, any resume that I have on you know in the future will definitely include that as you know my humility. Yeah. I've my, I've overwhelmed my own humility to where yeah I'm just gonna pride overcome with me
0: so well and the other thing too if if you start looking for a job now or both of us they don't hire old people so we need (laughs) we need all the help we can get so being the person hiring you may not have been born in 2006 that is true yeah but uh we need all the help we can get any kind of awards yeah that that we've won in the past
1: yeah, or, or whether it's self proclaimed or actually true, you know that. Yeah, you know the the podcast, you know, the number one edutainment in the world. That one is self proclaimed to some degree, not really verified by many sources other than you and I. But the the Time Magazine one is it's legit.
0: Yeah, that can be. Oh. You can Google it. That's true. You can't Google what's the number one edutainment podcast in the world? Or you might be able to, but I'm not 100% sure it would say the relative truth. It should. Yeah, um,
1: I think it would probably, edutainment would kick. Yeah, that go- break go- it. Google would kick that out
0: maybe. Yeah. But if you Google who was the Time magazine person of the year 2006, you will see that it was Mike and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike no. and me what's what's grammatically correct me and Mike
1: I think I we, and Mike Well I don't know so Mike that, and that, Ikes. that is a that is an excellent caveat and not even intended but so for those of you who are listening to the this podcast the we use a company called Squadcast to help us uh record and um uh our the podcast and so um there, it's there's probably an editing piece of this or whatever as well that we could use with Squadcast, um, but it's kind of the platform. And when you enter Squadcast or you're logging on to Squadcast, they have a green room, and in that green room, you kind of get to set up your microphone and headphones and test those things out and that sort of stuff. And you also then get to name, you give your name um, as to. Um, what you would like to be called or whatever in that green room before going on to the podcast itself. And then once you enter the, I guess the recording room, then there's a ability to record thereafter. But anyway, to enter in the green room, you get to choose your name. And this time it was kind of interesting, which I was so so excited about that now I have the ability to to enter my pronouns.
0: I saw that. Yeah, so that's a new.
1: Yeah. And so anyway, I don't really know what that means. I don't really I don't I don't understand. Um, but needless to say, I do have now that ability, which um again, I don't understand, but I, I'm glad that now I do have the ability. Um given the if I wanted to use um plurals or singulars, I guess. Anyway, so yeah. So anyway, so I
0: well squad squad cast is woke. Right. I guess that's what you'd say. They're, yeah, they're accepting to that. Yeah. I saw that you could choose your pronouns, and that was a little disconcerting because I'm, I'm kind of like you. I don't, I don't, I don't know what else you would call me that's not plural. Right. I'm either a him or his or. Right? But if I want to be a them or they, there's only one of me. Yeah. I don't, so I don't get it.
1: Yeah. I, there may need to be a...
0: There. Yeah. <clears throat> and I may be limited in my knowledge of exactly what a pronoun is. A noun that is paid for being a noun. Exactly. Versus the amateur noun.
1: Amy noun. Amy noun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so... All that to say, Squadcast, thanks for being um, trendy and edgy Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) as they say, woke. So, I
0: wonder if you would have chosen something like I can see your name. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it would have indicated that you want to be. And I guess if, you know, we're interviewing somebody that doesn't want to be called he or him or she or her we'd kind of want to know that we want to tick somebody off while we're recording
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: But I don't know where it shows up. Okay. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So how about that?
0: So we're, we're cutting edge. We're woke. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of woke, by the way, I know we are going to talk about different things, but this one's, we need some, I need some help. So one of our relatives, commented on our Facebook page that we might need to hire a fact checker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think. Thank you, Cammie. Tra- I mean, we're the relative truth. I don't think there Yeah, fact check. Our name says it all. We don't need no fact checking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> only, f- only truth, pro, fo- pro, <laughs> we. W- yeah, whatever. It comes out
0: of our mouth. Exactly. You know, whatever yeah. you're trying to
1: say. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks, Cam. Yeah. I said Cammy Trout. Sorry, that was your. No, no, no. That's Prior, a- to, prior to marriage name, Cammy Rutledge. Uh, so
0: Cammy, let us know where you think we may need fact checking.
1: Yeah. I think but- it was just a ploy to get Sarah to be on the podcast more often. Oh, I see. Yeah, But, you know, and with her living here in T- Snyder more, that's probably going to be a possibility anyway. She's she's a she is a she's she bucks for it pretty hard. She's like, hey, I could be on. I could be on. I could be on.
0: Hey, well she does good job. And I've watched oh no she didn't give us so Patrick was in the movie Tomorrow War. I watched that. That was good. Really good, I think. It'd be good to see what Sarah says about it. I mean she's a pro. Sure. Like I was entertained by it. Um but then I watched the one it's the little things. I think one of the first reviews she did with Denzel Washington. Oh, you're right. And I think the guy's name's Rami Malik. Malik? Yeah. Who? That was pretty good, too.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. I, we watched, speaking Cop of Ra- show. Rami Malik, we watched um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. Yeah.
0: And that's I, probably why Squadcast uh, is asking us for our pronouns. Now.
1: There you go. Maybe. Yeah. Well, um and it was really good. I was a little um I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but it was it was good. You know, kind of tells their story of Yeah Queen, Queen and the you know, I think um what was his name?
0: Freddie Mercury.
1: Freddie Mercury, yeah. He was kind of the he was a little crazy to say the least. Yeah. But uh but I think but I think the rest of the band was fairly, you know. I hate to say mainstream, but you know, they weren't as, didn't seem to be as wild. Yeah. Or creatively problematic. Would that be maybe the best? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw, I think I saw it on an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good movie too.
1: Yeah. So, um, well anyway, so um, since the last time we met, we, we kind of had teased you guys about that. We were going on a backpacking trip. And so um, Trey, would you like to, comment.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was beautiful. The, I mean, there's lots of things I can comment on it. I think number one is that I don't know what the excuse is, but the upkeep of the signage for knowing where you are is, is that a low? Yeah. Um, we found signs that were actually used in a fire pit that was supposed to give us directions on where to go.
1: And And when you're feeling a little lost, (laughs) adequate, (laughs) lost, not lost. I mean, you didn't, we didn't know where we were. We weren't lost. I mean, like we were on a trail, but it was to me to know pinpoint. Yeah confirmation that we were at this point, we were, was somewhat questionable and to then have to get to a point where you think, Oh, this should tell us where we, where, you know, where we are on the map. And we don't really have a, there's not clear indication. And it wasn't, and not to down the um, probably COVID affected federal government national park system, um, but there were, it wasn't just one sign. It was, no. I don't know how many, and then on top of that, just the fact that trails were not cleared proper, like they normally would be, um, so that normal passage on the, these trails. So made it harder. Yeah. We made, we took the road less traveled by for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would that be a fair? Well, that- there was, and there was no. So the ranger station was even closed so there were, we couldn't even get updates about what was going on and and all of that was the stressful part to me or when I when it got stressful was our phone lost connection f- about 30 minutes before we even got to the trailhead so we we could not have been further away from communication, communicating with somebody if we did get lost. Cause all we had was cell phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's my, the issue was at one point when there wasn't a sign, we, there was some trails. There were supposed to be three trails and there were only two. One trail was probably going to take us two days to get back home or back to the car. The other trail is going to take us one day, as a short way to put it. Well, if we if we took the two-day trail and we didn't know which one was which, and it's, I know you probably don't, it's hard to believe, but it's true. Of, of the two trails that were there, the third one missing, we didn't know if it was the f- furthest one on the right or the furthest one on the left. Anyway, not to confuse the issue, but if we'd have been an, a day late, There was no way we could tell people we're okay. We just spent an extra day on the mountain. Yeah, and so that's that was kind of the crux of my anxieties. That because we weren't lost, we could we always knew we knew a way to get down. We just didn't know which way it was going to be, and we didn't know how long it was going to take, and we had no way to let anybody know, and there wasn't. We saw a total we saw a campground or a place where people were camping. maybe was there five or six tents there where right. we yeah, and yeah. then we saw a couple of kids and their dad or something, and then two guys, two other oh no, then we saw the we only saw, we saw about ten people total, yeah, and so it wasn't like it was we saw a whole bunch of people that could help,
1: right. And some so, of the some of those some of the ones that we saw were ones that we we knew where we were. <laughs> it was after yeah, the
0: fact, that's a good point.
1: It was after that's the fact. exactly
0: right. Yeah, yeah, when we didn't know where we were, we were the only ones there. Yeah. Which may might be
1: well and, and I will say this. I think we were um because our initial plan was kind of probably a four or five night adventure, and we reduced that to two. <laughs> but yeah. three three days kind of on the mountain and that was probably a little aggressive for our first um adventure in numerous years as being you know yeah felt like that may have been our, we mm. we maybe bit off a tad more than we could chew but anyway it uh and then there was um but as far as beauty goes it
0: was oh yeah uh, man it was awesome it was awesome and it was I mean I had fun. I mean it was tiring and it was a it was challenge challenging but um I'd do it again. But then we also had, you know, we had things going on at home that was adding to a little bit of the stress or not stress, but just yeah, for sure. Couldn't 100% you know, get quote unquote mentally lost up there and just kind of forget about the world. The world was continuing to go on. So, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm not four nights out there would have been tough.
1: Yeah. But I think, when, just to tell everybody where we went, we went to the Pecos National Forest in New Mexico, which is <clears throat> kind of between. Las Vegas, New Mexico and Santa Fe, New Mexico. As far as if you look at, if you're looking at Santa Fe on the Western side and Las Vegas on the Eastern side, and then on the Southern end, you would have Pecos, New Mexico, and then kind of in that cradle, um, you would have the Pecos national forest and North of there, you would have like Taos and, um, angel fire and those sorts of things. But anyway, it's really, really pretty area.
0: But, um, but anyway, and just so vast. much wilderness. Yeah. Vast.
1: Yeah. And just to, um, um, to give a shout out to the, um, 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 to Mark Cronister, to David Zena and Greg Smurl. These are, those are three guys that I went on a similar trip back. Well, when we, when I was 20, two or three or something anyway, um, or 21. I'm not sure. Anyway, went with them and I got to revisit, uh, some places or a place for sure. The Pecos, um, Baldy and Pecos Baldy Lake that we got to experience or that I got to experience with them. is a little bit, a little bit different situation because we went in May and there was still snow on the ground. And, um, this time it was, um hot hot i mean yeah hot green and uh, different
0: i mean it wasn't wasn't houston hot but it but it was
1: (laughs) yeah uh, yeah
0: it wasn't there wasn't no snow
1: no snow and no sleet like we got but uh but anyway um um it was kind of cool to revisit a place that didn't change hadn't changed much and you know
0: other than the season 30 years yeah yeah so
1: anyway so yeah
0: um yeah, so we made it back.
1: We did, yeah. And yeah, that was I was that I was fairly fairly tired. I I needed to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't find a room. We kind of knew what Jesus felt like uh, or well, <laughs> Mary and Joseph felt Mary. like. Mary.
0: <laughs> Jesus is all cooped up and warm.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that we point. went to we went to Santa Fe to try to find a hotel and couldn't find one and end up having to drive to um, after having walked a considerable amount of time of the day, and then had to end up driving all the way to Clovis to find a room, so that made our uh, trip even that much more enjoyable. But
0: but yeah. the greatest shower I have ever taken was in Clovis, New Mexico.
1: <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which then we walked when then when you walked outside the hotel and you felt like you needed to take another one because there was a yeah
0: cattle feed lots or feed,
1: feed lot so anyway that was yeah but
0: yeah, that was fun though
1: it was fun we would i would do it differently and i would probably uh, i don't think i'll go into the wilderness again without some sort of pinpoint locating device or yeah
0: gps watch or something
1: yeah or helicopter rescue squad yeah
0: on on on, on, on standby exactly
1: yeah <clears throat> so um so yeah it was fun i i we need, we'll need. we do it again for sure. Well, um, so also on our last podcast, um, we, we had, um, a friend of mine, uh, Jason Bynum and kind of an interesting story. And I'm probably going to maybe telling too much of the story, but I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. Um, cause it's kind of a neat story that somehow uh, this podcast has played a piece in, um, you know, kind of, people getting together. So, um, so roundabout friend of mine, John, another friend, John Hamlet has texted me a while back and saying that he and his, he, he has a house here, but they're also in Lubbock and they're helping their daughter, um, with a new business that she started up. And it's really, um, um, really amazing business that she's got going on. Anyway, John comes back and forth, um, to Snyder, between here and Lubbock, and he listens to the podcast. And so he sent me a picture the other day of he and his dog, Bojangles, uh, listening to the podcast. Now, Bojangles is somewhat, it seems as though Bojangles is asleep, but I, I think he's really just intensely listening to what's going on. So we got to give a shout-out to our first um uh, canine. Pet? Yeah, oh, nice pet, pet listener. Yeah. So thanks John and, and Penny, uh, mm-hmm. for letting bull jangles, you know, dabble in podcasting. So anyway, okay. So now to set the story up, um, is so Jason on the podcast, Jason and I were taught, or we talked about that. Jason's son, Devin is starting a new business. And I kind of gave a shameless plug that he's starting a new cabinet, um, cabinetry building business kind of here. I, I think it's lo- going to be local here, but he also lives in Lubbock. So it's but it's called Deep Creek uh, Cabinetry, if I'm not mistaken. And so anyway, um, and um, Jason has a um, um, man of great faith that says, Hey, I, I'm going to, so he, for, for months, he's been praying that Devin's business will be, you know, something that'll take off and it'll support him or whatever. Cause he's quit his other job. And this now it's just, you know, he's doing this full time and he's wanting it to take off. Well, anyway, so that's been in uh, the background. Well, um, John, here's the story of that. Devin is starting this new business on the podcast and John is thinking about needing kind of a cabinet woodworking type person to help his daughter out with their new business and kind of two people coming in or two ideas coming or, uh, or, um, uh, uh, he hearing it on the podcast now has kind of put together, um, the fact that maybe Devin can help out John in this uh, with that's his, awesome his future. yeah so anyway so it's kind of a cool story and it's one of the deals i may be putting the cart before the horse and uh if so someone can wash my s- mouth out with soap or whatever
0: but anyway fact check we we'll can <coughs> fact check you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so anyway so i'm kind of excited that we you know there we've been we not only are we you know the you know number one edutainment podcast in the world we also are kind of um job placement people i mean yeah, we're bringing
0: uh, people together
1: unbeknownst to us. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so it's kind of a cool story. No.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the first thing you need to do tomorrow is go to deep Creek cabinetry and sign them up as an advertiser (laughs) because we're obviously bringing business in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And with that said, we have to give our shout out to our, our sole sponsor, our non contributory except just, um goodwill sponsor Hargrove crop insurance yeah well except you did say you went out to dinner with them
1: yeah well they yeah they cooked burgers and they were dang good and so needs to say you're not getting to participate in the uh no. sponsorship piece of this whole deal
0: that's a bummer
1: yeah but anyway yeah we got to give a shout out to the because Amy of of Hargrove crop Insurance now she's not the only piece of that but she is a part for sure. She may be the only one that listens out of the group.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, I can pretty much guarantee that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um but she she's always commenting on the fact that you know she was listening, you know, has been listening or whatever. And there are people that say they have listened but I I don't really question it any further because I don't really I don't, you don't want to gun- know. I don't really n- want to know that if they really are, you know, it's like it's the, it's, if they can just give me the idea that they're listening, then I'm good with that. So anyway, Oh, and shout out to Greg Smurl cause he does listen. He said he, um, he listened and he heard last in our last podcast with um, <laughs> with Jason, the taxidermist uh, that something about the crazy you had asked the question about what was the craziest thing that you, that Jason had ever you know,
0: taxidermy
1: tax, taxidermy. Yeah. And he said he had done a, uh, monkey that had, uh, blue, um, uh, blue balls and you, and you basically said <laughs> something to the fact that you had two. and, uh, Smurl said he, you know, he fell out. So anyway, so shout out to Smurl for listening to the podcast. So anyway, Mr. Smurl. He, I
0: haven't seen him in forever. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I mean, I just put something together. I do have something to talk about, you know, in our, our pre-show conference or pre-show. I'm like, I don't know what to talk about tonight, but I do have something I want to ask you about. So, and Smurl reminded me. Okay. So, sorry, it just came to me. So I can wait till you're through with your um, shout outs to people. If there's anybody else.
1: No, that's it. That's it. I'm good. Okay. I'll let you go. So
0: what are you Baylor Bears going to do if OU and Texas go to the SEC? Have you heard that? I know you've been busy this past week, but.
1: Yeah, I don't. It's one of the deals. I I think we'll probably. care. Yeah, I don't really care. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of crazy, though. I will say this, and I'm not saying this from, but I did, we did get an email from Baylor and they're saying, you know, hey, we're going to do these things and we're going to, you know, you know, it's just chatter, chatter. But anyway, um, and I don't doubt, but Baylor has out of the Big 12 is number two in national or in conference wins. Um, yeah, conference wins. Would that be the right word? Or yeah. Whatever. Which to me kind of blew me away. I was like, you know, that's um, to me fairly impressive. I, d- I didn't, I would have never guessed. Behind that. OU? Um, I don't know.
0: Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that I'm guessing OU would be, cause they're always good. The problem is even though university of Texas has sucked lately, they still have a ton of people watch them. Oh, sure. It's yeah. eyeballs on the TV. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I, and I get that, but I, I understand kind of from a marketing standpoint, um, hopefully we would be able to, but I think probably what will happen is my guess is that there'll be, you know, what's going to happen is there'll be three or four conferences that are instead of the big five or whatever they call it, there'll be three or four. And then the rest of us, you know, we'll all be in the USA conference or whatever. And we'll be playing SMU and, and which, you know, TCU, it'll be, it'll kind of be, um, or that's my guess. I don't know. Yeah. There was, uh, some guys on the Baylor talk and they, they were, came up with five different scenarios that might be um, avenues that we could take, which I didn't listen to it, but apparently there's five. I'm sure there's probably (laughs) a million, but needless to say five was what they were proposing or um, at least saying. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think it helps, you know, for some, there's probably some other schools that, um, I mean, like an SMU, you know, that's kind of rebounding. Maybe would you consider them rebounding? Uh,
0: I think they've, yeah. I mean, kind of eternal rebounding.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was the '80s, so it's you know, it's been.
0: I know. Thirty years, so
1: it's <laughs> yeah. It's not I mean, like a,
0: a, yeah. I mean, it was a load fall but the problem is is that <clears throat> not the problem but for the smus and Eurov- university of houston's those smaller d1 schools that are still at least i don't remember what is bowl championship they're not like stephen f austin or sam houston but but they're not they're not in a power conference a&m or anything. yeah or university of texas <clears throat> it just gets harder to recruit right now Now that, um, because you could probably take some people away from Texas in the past, but if they're going to be in the SEC, then a kid, I mean, I think the SEC name ups, it makes University of Texas and Oklahoma's ability to recruit even stronger than it already was. I mean, they already get, even though Texas hasn't won as much as they used to, they still have got great recruiting class it seems like every year they just don't they can't find a coach
1: yeah well but do you think the dynamic of that is changing because of the kids now can market themselves and
0: Golly, that's a whole nother thing isn't it i don't it, know
1: yeah i just I, and i just wonder i mean like <clears> okay i'm i can market myself to some degree but i'm fifth on the depth chart well that i'm not really marketable but if I go to an SMU and I'm the number one guy, well, at least that's that's yeah. I'm at least marketable. I don't know. I, I, I just, I I think of it both ways. I mean, you know, you,
0: you yeah, that's a good point. As long as you're in a, you know, that's a good point because like the the Dallas and Houston, they can, the quarterback at university of Houston, for example, can probably make, pretty good money representing himself or having car dealers pay him as much as the starting quarterback at Auburn maybe because the city, right? Like you're in Auburn, you're competing with Alabama. Maybe that the starting quarterback at Auburn makes a million a year where the guy in Houston, where you don't have that competition, but you got a much bigger Audience, maybe he can make one point two million. You know what I mean? See, what I'm saying yeah. like because yeah. of a bigger market, he can make a little bit more money, even though the school's not as big. I don't know.
1: Well, it's still it's still one of those deals, though. I I think the guys that get screwed are the, you know, your guard, tackle, centers, those guys, yeah. those defensive linemen. Maybe they can market themselves a <clears> them more, but I I don't know. I just I think it's one of those deals. It's heavily weighted toward the skill guys. And I I don't know. I just think it in.
0: Well, but, but so is the, in many ways, here's a, if I'm a quarterback at Alabama and I heard Nick Saban say that the guy's got like a million dollars and he hasn't even started a game yet, if he's got somebody smart, that's advising him, then I'm saying, Hey, I'm going to keep half that. And I'm going to give a hundred thousand to my five linemen. Right, like you may not be able to be on the picture, but you know they're all getting Rolex watches or something, kind of like the NFL guys do. Yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> or if I'm the receiver, um, I might share some of whatever. If I'm some big name, I would advise those guys. You know what? You want that tackle to keep protecting your blind side. You might want to slip him a little something because he ain't. You know, he ain't as pretty as you, so he's not going to get on the billboards or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, see, and it, again, hopefully, hopefully they'll do that because I, yeah, I I doubt it. But my, um, my cynicism says, eh. <laughs> but players making money from their likeness, again, SMU leading the chart. They were just too early. they were (laughs) were 30 years cutting edge yeah Yeah.
1: they should have they should have done the uh should have been on back to the future you should should have had (laughs) lance McElhaney. you should have had uh what was his name late no
0: it was lance he's a quarterback
1: well no but who was the guy on back to the future or whatever so
0: oh yeah Yeah, uh, marty mcfly
1: marty mcfly there you go marty McElhaney. But anyway, yeah,
0: yeah. So, so, yeah. Again, SMU leading the way, just ahead of its time,
1: for sure. Yeah. All
0: well, right. I'll, so I took us off a little tangent there, college sports.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I'm kind of nervous as to how it's going to play, and I, I still don't even. Uh, I saw all the stuff about the, um, to just continue this conversation a little bit. I saw where they're. OU and Texas are cease and desisting or something like that with the, their TV contract or something like that. But does that mean, I mean, is it next year that we won't, they won't be in the big 12 or, I mean, what's the,
0: I don't know. I heard maybe some, maybe one of the relatives can message us and let us know on Facebook, but, um, or on the email, but, They're not going to renew their media contract, which I think ends in like 2024 or 2025. Right. But I don't know. I don't know if that means they have to wait because I also heard that like any day an announcement could be made. So, but listen, I've. I I am so cynical and untrustworthy of even sports news. It it's all it's all crap. I don't I don't trust anything anybody says. You know, I listen to radio guys, and they seem try to get it, but if it's on TV, like I yeah. So I don't know. Well, and after COVID, I've watched less football and less TV generally than i ever have so yeah and what's happening in the sec football conference doesn't really matter that much to me i mean i like college football a lot but
1: well and this year was the first year that i accidentally found out who won the nba championship and um i knew one guy on the team so that was kind of a you know yeah. And if I wouldn't have accidentally found it, I wouldn't have been able to tell you who is in the finals. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I had to think about it for a second. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, anyway, I, I think that's, I think, kind of like we mentioned earlier, that we're maybe getting to the point where we're just those guys that are yelling at people to get off our lawn. Yeah. You know, for sure. Lawn, sitting in the lawn chair and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first year that I, ha- I have um, not having watched them, but. If I were, I would root for the other team with regard to the women's soccer team. Sorry for all you people out there that are big women's soccer fans, but and there are several of those women that I love, adore, and I think are unbelievable uh, 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 girl or ladies that I would want my daughters to emulate. And then there are several that are about as um, sideways as you could come, and that's being nice. It's um, yep. as nice as I can be. So anyway, um, so I'll give just my, <laughs> um, so that being said, I, I hate that I'm un-American in that fashion, but anyway. That's so, all right. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So now, but I do have, I do have another announcement of a potential. Oh, um, good. Guest. So this one, I'm not really sure how this one may come because it did come out of the conversation that i had with our sponsor uh amy and her um husband mark and mark would be an excellent guest because he, he is um probably the smartest person that i know next to amy um and anyway is he's a lawyer and just has um and he's actually a songwriter as well we might have to play his song when really yeah <laughs> He's written a couple of songs. Now they're kind of weird Al Yankovic type songs. They're you know to the tune of something else. He's not he's not a um, um he's a lyricist, I guess is what you'd gotcha. Call he wouldn't, you know, he mixes in his uh eclectic style. <laughs> he's gonna love how I'm describing this. Um but um
0: anyway. Have you heard some of the music?
1: I have. In fact, I've got one on my phone. Um one of them is, well, it's the most dangerous time of the day, sung to the tune of, um, it's the most wonderful t- something like that, you know, like what?
0: It's the most wonderful time, time of the of year.
1: Year, yeah, uh, but yeah, that, that's name? a Christmas all, song. Christmas song, yeah. but it, I think that's how it goes. But anyway, it's the most dangerous time of the day when you're in the morning when you're putting on your underwear. So anyway, it's a, it's the <laughs> most <laughs> dangerous time of the day. Uh, uh, I think written because of maybe a uh, issue that he had <laughs> one morning while putting on his underwear. But anyway, so he, you know, opportunity give or gives credence to the lyricist to come out in someone. I guess. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> but anyway, um, so I did some of that. I can. I got a story I can tell him okay. that about my lyricist capabilities. When the girls were young, you know that old song, um, Party in the USA by Miley, whatever her name was? Yes. Hannah Montana or Miley Cyrus or whatever? Right, right. Do you know that song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we changed the lyrics when we were road tripping with the family. It was not Party in the USA. It was Party in the Truck with Trey. Oh, there you go. So all the girls would sing that. So, I mean, you know, it's just a chorus, but... I'm well on my way to exactly. Be to it only
1: literally. takes a spark. It only takes a spark. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Well, so anyway, to this, Amy's working on our behalf to get us um, a potential conversation with a guy. And it's kind of a long story, but I'll, I'll try to be brief. So Mark, Amy's, um, Husband Mark has an uncle that has actually passed away. That was, um, and I, there there may be parts of this that I'm, I'm missed just a little bit, but anyway, he was a journalist, I believe, or doing some work for, um, in I can't remember the company or whatever, but anyway, they work for, but he was down uh, in Columbia. Back in the 80s, I believe, and with this, some of the Colombian guerrillas, there was a little unrest in Colombia at the time, and they kidnapped him. And uh, Mark's cousin, who was, you know, what I guess I'm not sure how old he was at the time, but he recorded all of the conversations and all the things that went on surrounding his dad's kidnapping. Um, on like a VH eight or whatever they call it or super VHS 8, or, yeah, or yeah. super eight film or whatever. So he recorded all this. So what happened was these gorillas then wanted ransom. And part of the reason why they wanted ransom was because he, the, Mark's uncle had a card that I think said C-I-A-T, I believe, or something like that. And they thought that he was maybe CIA with, with the CIA. And so therefore they, that American, he was an American. And so they thought they could get money out of this American. And so that being said, the company that he worked for did have ransom insurance, which was kind of an interesting thing to me that I didn't know that people had, but, because he Mm -hmm. did travel around and um anyway he um they ended up it's a long story but anyway they've made a netflix type show and it's on it's called um miracle fishing and what and the reason where the name comes from is that these guys would go basically harass someone on a road or whatever and then um they would then take um them captive. And if they felt like, you know, it was somebody of value, then they would see if they could get some ransom out of it, if that makes sense. So anyway, it's called Miracle Fishing. And You can, I think it's on, um, several different platforms. Um, I'm not sure of which, but the, so Mark's cousin, so the son of the guy that did get captured, um, um was the one that had all the film and he put it together and he's kind of this documentary. So he made a documentary, Um, and it's, I haven't had an opportunity to watch it. Um, but there's also a book that goes along with it that I believe the son wrote as well. And so, um,
0: is it called miracle fishing too?
1: I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, it's, and so the whole point is, is to get, so this is again, Mark's cousin and, um, he lives in Dallas, I believe. And, um, it, it might be one of those things we could, uh, Get on because of our sponsor being, <laughs> yeah, a Hargrove Crop Insurance, and he is a Hargrove. Okay, so
0: anyway, so so I may have dozed off sometime during that story. <laughs> so the the documentary guy is different than the lyricist. Yes, Mark. So you got two people.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're all in the that? same family. They're all in the
0: same family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just wanted to yeah. make sure. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that. Yeah. No, that's okay. No, you were probably I my phone was kind of buzzing there, so I had to Okay. I may have got a little distracted, but <clears throat> this you're is, this, is,
1: this is apparently what happens to everyone that listens to the podcast. <laughs> and the really sad thing is is that we're the ones that are talking and you're falling asleep on my conversation. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Like I would think of, of the most people that might stay awake, you would do It'd it be me. It would be you, but anyway. I'm going to have to well, come up, I'm going to have to come up with some higher less nasally voice or something that maybe It's kind of
0: screeching. Your voice, fi- your voice is fine. Your voice is fine. You you are just a methodical storyteller. You you are a yeah, deliberate and thoughtful storyteller.
1: I think there's some hidden
0: um, <laughs> no, some those, are po- <laughs> those are all positive words i was using
1: okay all right well it's,
0: it's the relative truth i'm just telling you the truth you're methodical and deliberate and
1: yeah okay well
0: i think we I'm need not- to start videoing this because if people saw your facial how you you know you're rubbing your head and i mean you're deep in thought when you're telling these stories it's not like you know you're
1: that is true yeah
0: you're you're it, um it's it takes, anguishing looks like it,
1: it, ta- it physically. takes physically it takes a lot
0: <laughs> <laughs> to pull that out
1: exactly i'm i'm hooked up on ivm i mean ivs because it's i'm so stressed and uh hydration is of the utmost importance and so uh, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i need some electrolytes but yeah no uh so anyway that's that would be something that um you guys may want to tune into and then it you know yeah you could put we could put it all together so if we kind of coordinate everybody going out reading the book and excuse me reading the book and watching the movie or documentary then we have the Um, and I can't remember his Mark's uh, cousin's name, but anyway, we have him on, and it would just kind of come full circle. And um, I think that could really take this sponsorship thing even to a higher level. To me, yeah, if if we have um, we might even get a hat out of the deal. So, anyway,
0: putting family members on, That's that's right. Well, and my the guy I've got that's the crypto guy. He said he would do it, um, and um, so I'd like to know if anybody, you know, if you guys, if you are listening to the podcast now, and you do want to hear some basics on crypto or some ideas, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, what all that means, how to make money from it potentially. I've got a friend that's doing it, and he's every day he's posting stuff, and <clears throat> he's really into it. He's even doing, what's it called? Non-fungible assets. So here's the simplest way to put it, and I'm probably opening a can of worms, but where people used to collect art that would hang on your wall, you can collect art now that's just digital. So there's a digital painting or cartoon even. I mean, he's collected like some Batman things that are numbered and unique and they're collectible items and they're all digital. Okay. He can explain it, but well, Hmm. it's So he showed me his collection of stuff on his phone. And it's almost like, think of a cover of a comic book. But there's only, the artist says there's only 15 of them. Just like in real art. And yours is numbered. And he showed me an auction site where some of his are worth more than he bought them. And I'm like, I'm just, hmm. I'm way closer to get off my lawn to <laughs> non fungible pictures or art. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah I, that, this whole that's digital that one, currency thing is
1: that one's going to be a hard one to process. I may I may have to sleep. Camera something it. F- non. So it's basically <clears> you would never be able to touch that. That is, literally, right. it's just out there in some ether that someone says they've, they just made two of them or made 15 of them and you got the second copy and you're like, okay, well, I could take a picture of that as well. And now I have. Well, no, 16.
0: because you can't, it's pretty. <clears throat> Have you ever have you ever done like a 3D tour of a house or something like where you take your fingers and yeah look around yeah. the corner? Okay, so it's you can spin it around and look at it, and the artworks amazing on it. Don't get me wrong, like it yeah, looks yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's so it's not just a two-dimensional thing, it's three-dimensional.
1: Hmm. It's,
0: but it's would would someone
1: would someone worry about it being stolen? I mean, do you worry? I mean, like, is I don't think so. Insurance. I guess
0: if you get hacked.
1: Yeah, Mm. man, this is this is above my pay grade. Yeah, me too. I was just getting. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm the guy that if you get a if the if the if the traffic light takes a picture of you running the light or a you get a picture of you speeding. I think you should send them a picture of your money. Right. So if you weren't really there, so that's kind of the whole digital art thing. Like, eh, do I really have to pay for it? If it's not, I can't really. Yeah. That's how simple minded I am. So.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. We have to do away with toll tags.
0: They don't. Yeah. Here's, hey, you here's just took a picture of me going through that toll booth. Here's a picture of my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> There's money in there. It was in there. I could have paid you. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the way we, that's what we do. Yeah.
1: That would probably go over real well with the judge somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's right. What's this? You owe $2,000. Yep. Judge. I do. <laughs> here's a picture of my wallet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they only got a picture of me speeding. Yeah, exactly. Prove, um, it. Prove it. Yeah. Wow. All right. Like, so we uh, have a potential lyricist. We have a potential documentary person and a potential crypto expert. Is it any wonder we're the number one <laughs> podcast <laughs> entertainment podcast in Laos? Exactly. Um, yeah. Clamoring for <laughs>
1: listeners. Is that is that what we're doing at this point? Oh my gosh. Oh well. Yeah. Well, let's land the plane. Um well guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh if you are anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> my uh description of the uh, miracle fishing thing. Sorry, it was no, that no, too it, long. Okay, well. it
0: wasn't too long. I just listen. My phone buzzed a little bit, and you we went from Weird Al Yankovic to VCR recordings of Colombian gorillas, and I just want to make sure. Okay, is that two? You are you just didn't make the connection. I didn't make the connection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, and yeah. I thought it was two separate people, but I but there was the common thread of Amy and Hargrove Crop Insurance, and I okay. There you go. Did I miss, you know, new yeah. chapter or has this guy just multi-talented?
1: Yeah. Maybe we ought to send out, you know, people that listen, we may need to send out kind of <laughs> an agenda, <laughs> a sketch diagram of where our conversations <laughs> led during this thing <laughs> so that you kind of have a, it's like having a blueprint for the <laughs> rambling. <randomly. laughs> we started here. It's kind of like our, it's kind of like it's our like a hiking our, trip. Exactly. There's no signs are down. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's a good point to come back to. Yeah. If you ever want to listen to (laughs) something that reflects accurately the national park service, just listen to our podcast.
0: (laughs) The trails have not been cleaned (laughs) or maintained and your your uh, method of, and the, the, uh, communication.
1: Yeah. And the park service, uh, ranger station is closed <laughs> <laughs> and you can make that applicable to whatever you would think.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, well, again, you guys hit us up on all the socials that you use, which may be Facebook and or Instagram, uh, Twitter. email, Twitter. Um,
0: yeah. The relative truth.
1: To, <clears throat> we'd love to hear from you. Like say, yep. Um, and, uh, if not just, if you know us personally, you can also text us that way too. That's, um, how most of them come anyway. And, um, but anyway, always, always appreciate you listening and always appreciate, um, the feedback that we get. Uh, sometimes it is positive. Sometimes it is negative.
0: <laughs> we don't share the negative though.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, you got anything else to add before we.
0: Mm, no um okay yeah summer's almost over school's about to start so tell your if you're gonna take a road trip tell your friends taking kids to school no better way to edutain your family than the relative truth podcast
1: that's correct
0: yeah yeah all right well bojangles listening and kids (laughs) listening we're fun for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right, and we're only mildly offensive to you know um,
0: the women's soccer team.
1: The, exactly. Yeah,
0: we were oh. really offensive. We that's the the podcast that never aired. You know, when we die and we become famous, and they find that recording. Oh yeah, like, right. you know, like the the hidden, like didn't they do that the Beatles or something? You know, like the songs they never recorded, right? That yep. one, that'll get us. Because when we die and however long that takes, it's going to be worse. What we said is going to be worse.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, c- I can only imagine what, you know, the fact that we're calling the Colombian gorillas, gorillas, th- this may come out. Oh, yeah, to, we, we may. Yeah, we may. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know that we're being sensitive.
0: I don't know. I, don't, I mean. To the gorillas or?
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm sure there's, you know, there's probably a gorilla defense fund,
0: <laughs> and they're offended that we would call a gorilla a Colombian. And then there may be Colombian people that are offended that we called their freedom fighters gorillas. Well,
1: yeah, and there's probably zoos everywhere with gorillas that are offended that we're
0: using. Yeah, using talking about them in a violent
1: Colombians. Way. Colombians. Being gorillas and there's maybe yeah. not
0: gorillas. Not all gorillas are, are kidnappers.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Some are silver. We're making haired. blankets. We're making blanket <laughs> statements.
1: Yeah. So anyway,
0: use your. We pronouns. apologize.
1: Yeah. Use your pronouns wisely. That would be something that I would kind of encourage. That's a new encouragement that I haven't heard before. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm Mike McWilliams.
0: And I'm Trey. See you guys on down the road.
1: We'll see you we <laughs>